Hey, thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope that you'll be able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope that this message will be an inspiration to you and that you'll find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. One of my um, favorite times of the year is when these guys come. Teen Challenge, of course, is who we're talking about. Uh, boy, Jeremy, I, Pastor Jeremy, I go a long way back with Teen Challenge. I was just a kid when I read The Cross and the Switchblade. How many of you ever read The Cross and the Switchblade? Not enough of you. All right. David Wilkerson, a pastor in New York, went up to uh, New York, and uh, Nikki Cruz got saved. Gangs running the streets. Um, and let me tell you, when I read all of that, I was so fascinated. And then years later, Nikki came to our church, preached, um, and uh, did a phenomenal job. Years after that, David Wilkerson came. And here tonight, here's Teen Challenge here with us tonight. What a joy. What a blessing. God bless you. Pastor Jeremy, bless you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Carl. So, like he said, my name is uh, Jeremy Cupsh. I'm the executive director of Orlando Teen Challenge. Me and my wife actually have been the directors over there probably a little over four years. And I'll never uh, forget stepping foot on this campus. You know, it's a big campus. We were nervous. We were excited. And uh, we had a banquet coming up just a couple weeks after where we knew absolutely nobody. And I found out that Pastor Carl Stevens was going to be sitting at my table and let me tell you something, I felt like the President of the United States was coming to our banquet. I was so nervous thinking, what if I say something stupid, man? What if I say something stupid? Just don't say nothing stupid. And, and uh, you know, I just wanna say something about Pastor Carl and Faith. You know, ever since we've been the directors, we have always felt the love from this church. Pastor Carl has always been uh, one of our biggest cheerleaders. A yes, amen. When we needed help, you know, putting together a re-entry home for the guys that are graduating, Pastor Carl, Faith Assembly stepped up. I mean, many times when we were in desperate need, um, I always knew that you guys were in our corner praying for us and, and willing to give us a hand. And I just want to personally say thank you so much uh, from the bottom of my heart and everybody um, at Orlando Teen Challenge. So tonight, you guys are gonna get a chance to hear testimonies. Our guys are gonna be sharing their hearts. They're gonna be sharing their stories. I'm gonna tell you guys something. We have, for the first time in a long time, we've got our entire campus doing a choir song. Amen? And I'm gonna tell you guys something else. So earlier today, I had one of our staff come up and say, Jeremy, we had three guys that came in this Monday, and they wanna sing in the choir. And because that's where their heart's at already. And I just want to tell you, last, I just want you guys to get this. Last week, these guys are in their mess. Last Wednesday, while you guys were sitting in church, they were in their mess. And tonight, they're going to be singing up on this stage, giving God some glory. Amen. I'm going to open this up in a word of prayer, and I hope you guys are touched. Um, I've been doing this a long time, and I still get teary-eyed at a Teen Challenge testimony, amen? 
Father, we just, uh, again, we love you. We praise you, God. I just pray that you use our testimony, testimonies tonight to give you glory, Father. God, I pray that you anoint each one of these men as they come up, Lord. And God, we just, um, we just want you to have your way in the service. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
trust you and give you everything. I'll be a conqueror because you fight for me. I'll be a champion leading you to victory. So give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den. Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart like David. Lord, be my defense so I can face my giants with confidence. I'm gonna sing and shout and shake the wall. Won't stop until I see them fall. Gonna stand up, stand out when you call. Jesus, and shake the wall. I see them fall. And when you call, Jesus, give me a faith like Daniel in the lion's den. Give me a hope just like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart just like David. Lord, be I can face my giants with confidence. Good evening. My name's Jason, and uh, I grew up in a single-parent home, and my parents divorced when I was a toddler, and both of them were alcoholics, and when I was young, my mom ended up moving to southwest Florida from Indianapolis, and I remember in fifth grade that uh, because there was never no food in the house, no, I mean, when I say no food, there, there wasn't nothing in the cupboards. And so she's an alcoholic, so after work, after I got out of school, I would have to get on my bike, and I would never go home because there was nothing at home. And so my two older brothers were always gone, and, and so I was left by myself a lot. And so in fifth grade, at, at a certain time of the evening, I'd have to get on my bicycle and go from bar to bar to, to find my mom. So I could eat. And it was in that context that, and that was around fifth grade. And around 12, 13 years old, I started using drugs. And by the time I was 21 years old, I was in the midst of a, a severe crack cocaine addiction. And uh, I almost died. And my mom, during that time, gets radically saved. And she's trying to tell me about the Lord, and I don't want to hear it. And right at the very, very end before I go to Teen Challenge, 
I'm out and I'm up for like three days without no sleep. And I walk into the house. And the funny thing about my mom was that she was a believer that she didn't know if I would come home ever. And she was alone. And it was dangerous to, to be by yourself. But she always left the door unlocked. She never locked the door. And one night I walked into the house and I sat on the couch, didn't want to live anymore. And I said, I, I, I just got to tell her this. And I walked into the bedroom at three in the morning. And when I, bar- I, I was quiet as a mouse. And when I s- sat on the bed, it was as if she was waiting for me. And she rolled over and she says, what can I do for you? And I said, Mom, I'm a drug addict, and I'm about to die, and I need help. And she said, you know what? I think you need to go to Teen Challenge. I said, Teen what? (laughs) You know? I said, Teen what? And she said, Teen Challenge. And reluctantly, I agreed to go, and I went. And, you know, you're not supposed to do this, but I was in the back of the house. It was a house in Fort Myers, Florida. And I was smoking a cigarette. And don't try this, okay, guys? But I was smoking a cigarette, and I said to myself, if I'm going to do in here what I did out there, what am I doing in here? And I had no religious background. I'd never seen a Bible. I'd never heard about God, never been in a church. I know nothing. And so I know if I leave, I know that it's probably over for me. And I prayed a prayer. I'll never forget the prayer, Pastor Jim. I said, God, if you're real, then come into my life and take the desire to ever use a drug ever again in my whole life and do something meaningful with my life. If you can't, then kill me now. And I'm in it. I'm in it. And I got up. I felt nothing, nothing was, I felt no change, but everything from then was totally different. And a year later, I graduated from Teen Challenge. And after Teen Challenge, you know, although I'd went to one week of high school, barely made it through middle school because of addiction. By the grace of God, I went to college at Southeastern and graduated. I went on to grad school and graduated. And, and over here sits in an incredible woman that I've been married to for over 20 years. And we have two amazing kids both of which have been called into full-time ministry. And I have, I have one question for you today. Do you, who knows someone in addiction? It don't matter if it's family, extended, friend, directly, indirectly. I want to say this to you. That I stand here 27 years later because someone cared enough to pray And it was my mother. And I want to ask you, do you care enough to pray for the person that was represented by your uplifted hand?
because who knows what God will do in and through that life for the glory of God. Amen. God bless you as you pray. What is reality? Reality is waking up every day at 5 a.m. needing your first drink of alcohol before you can even go to work. Reality is your own family no longer wanting you around during the holidays because they're worried you're going to show up drunk or steal from them. Reality is choosing drugs and alcohol over your own children. How do I know that's reality? Because that was me. Reality is excelling in baseball and football but choosing to run the streets and get high instead. Reality is stealing from loved ones in order to support my drug addiction. Reality is always having to look over my shoulder and fear death because I've done wrong to so many people. How do I know that's reality? Because that was me. Reality is letting my desires for popularity and success dictate the type of man I wanted to be. Reality is focusing more on hiding my addiction rather than accepting help from my loved ones. Reality is convincing myself and others that I needed alcohol in order to perform better as a husband, as a father, and as a supporter for my family. How do I know that's reality? Because that was me. Even though we all have different realities, we're all changed by the same truth. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, any man that is in Christ, he is a new creation. For the oldest past, behold, all things are new. Truth is, I serve a loving God who richly supplies all of my needs, and through that, he has given me family restoration. Truth is, I now start my days off with daily devotionals to thank God for everything he's doing in my life. Truth is, through Christ, I'm learning to become a loving father. That's my truth. Amen. Truth is, God has blessed me with new talents, talents that I can use to spread his word and live a righteous life. Truth is, I did steal from my family, but since coming to Teen Challenge, God has helped me restore trust back to its full potential. Truth is, Psalms 118.18 says, For the Lord disciplined me severely, but did not hand me over to death. So I no longer have to look over my shoulder, because I know God's got my back. Truth is, I'm no longer driven by worldly desires, because the power of Christ compels my thoughts and actions towards his everlasting love. Truth is, hiding my addiction and lying to my family damaged my relationships. But Jeremiah 30:17 says that God will restore me and heal all wounds that I've created for myself. Amen. Truth is, God has blessed me with many gifts and talents that I can now use with a sober mind to their full potential in order to glorify his kingdom. And that's my truth. Amen. And Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. My name is Ryan. So I, I come from a, a really good family. Um, I live here in Orlando, but I grew up in South Florida. And um, you know, my, I, my family is very successful. Uh, they always took care of me and my brother. We never went without. Um, my, my dad always was a really hard worker. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, so she took care of us real well. Um, but there was a point in time where my mom had to go help my dad out at his job. And that kind of led me down the wrong path. I started hanging out with guys in the neighborhood and those guys in the neighborhood were gang members. So I became one of them. I became a gang member when I was 13 years old and you know, was exposed to a lot of crime and drugs and you, know, you, na you name it. 
And, you know, that led me down a path of destruction. Uh, I got arrested the first time when I was 13. Uh, I spent about 15 years of my life in and out of jails and prisons. I've been arrested 36 times. Um, you know, I had four beautiful children along the way, and you would think that that would have stopped me, but it didn't. I was still in my addiction. And, you know, like I said, I was in and out of prison. So, you know, the last time I went to prison, you know, I started thinking, is, is this where I want to be for the rest of my life? Because that's where I was headed. You know, at any moment, I could have got a life sentence. So I got out of prison for the last time, and, and my oldest daughter, she, she was 16, 15 at the time, and I hadn't talked to her for six years because she knew the life I was living. So finally, I reached out to her on Instagram, and I, I tried to build a relationship with her, and she told me, Dad, you know, you've hurt me so many times in and out of my life, in and out of jails and prisons that I don't want to be hurt by you again. That's what it took for me to want to get some help. So I called these people right here. I called Teen Challenge. And they took me with wide open arms. And, you know, I always knew God. I actually used to come to this church with my kids about eight years ago. And... But I really wasn't a Christian. I, I, I thought I was, I called myself a Christian, but I didn't know who Jesus really was. And Teen Challenge taught me how to build a relationship with Jesus, how to be a Christian, how to be a man. And I've been at Teen Challenge, I'm on staff as an intern, and I've, I've been there about two years now. And now God has used a person like me, a person like that, God has used to preach and teach, I teach class and counsel these men right here. <clears throat> if it wasn't for these people right here, Jeremy and Christy give me opportunity and they made me believe in myself. This man right here, Jeremy, asked me to teach classes and I told him, no way. I told him, no way, I'm not qualified to do that. And, and they gave me the courage and, and, and the strength. And, and, and I give all the glory to God because if God could turn somebody like that into the person standing here today, that's how you know he's real. Thank you, guys.
If the story isn't good And failure's never final When the father's in the room And failure's never final Give them another hand. Hallelujah. How many of you have been blessed tonight by the ministry of Teen Challenge so far? My goodness. I saw that there was a donation given this week to uh, UCF in the amount of $40 million. And as I saw that, I got a little bit of uh, righteous jealousy. Um, the newscaster said that the way they chose or are choosing certain institutions to be given is that it was data-driven. Uh, it, the institution had to have proven leadership and excellent results. And so, uh, since I'm doing the Teen Challenge offering tonight, I'm going to uh, tell you that Teen Challenge is spirit-driven. It has proven leadership and excellent results. And so, under those categories, I think we should be free to give tonight. Uh, if you want to give $40 million, I think they would greatly appreciate it. Uh, whatever you can give tonight would be incredible. Obviously, we see the, uh, uh, this as incredible soil for us to sow, uh, sow into. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So tonight, you can give through the app. You can give through text given. If you're watching us online, you can also be a part of this offering right there where you're at. Or if you brought an offering and you have it with you, a check or something physical, you can give it on your way out. But let's just uh, bow our heads. And go to the Lord in prayer. Please, let's pray. 
Lord, I thank you for your presence is in this place. We thank you, Father, because we can see just the fruit right in front of us, right in our faces. We see the fruit of the transformation of your spirit. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, whoever the spirit says free, Lord, is free indeed. And I thank you, and I thank you for that. I pray tonight, Lord, there will be an outpouring of offerings, Father, as people give, Lord, through different methods, drop-down menu, Lord, however they, they see fit, Lord. But I pray that this offering would be abundant, this offering would be a blessing. We give it for your glory. And so that many more, many more that are not here tonight may also be free in the power and the name of Jesus. Lord, we give with generosity and faith. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. amen. Let's give. As I grew up, I just found myself searching, just trying to figure out where I fit in and um, where I belonged. And I, I started uh, using drugs in high school. I had numerous surgeries. I loved the way the pain medication made me feel. Eventually, his doctors cut me off, and I still craved that feeling. So I started to find people who would sell me their prescriptions. I looked through people's medicine cabinets, and I was literally scared because I could not get off these things. At the, the peak of my addiction, just I was in a totally just broken place and hated the person I'd become, and I didn't know how to like get out of its grasp. I was turning into a liar, a thief, some, someone that nobody could trust. Everyone had completely cut me off. My parents actually had to move out of state to get away from me. I had over a dozen overdoses in the two years prior. So depressed uh, from the, um, everything that the drugs had caused. And uh, I really was hoping that one of these times that my, man, maybe I just wouldn't wake up from this and this life would be over. I believed in God because I grew up in church. You know, I'm, I might have struggled with addiction, but I still believed that Jesus was real. And I looked up at the sky and I just said, God, please help me. That, that was what I said. Um, and he did. <laughs> he, uh, it was very quickly, things happened very quickly after that. Once I cried out to the Lord, I went into Teen Challenge August 10th, 2009. And it was the best decision I ever made for my life. It was in 2009, after being arrested, that I found the doors of Milwaukee Teen Challenge. It was two weeks into that program where I started to hear the testimonies of guys that have been walking this thing out. I see them praising and lifting their hands to this Jesus, and I thought, you know what? There might be something to this. And it was at that point that I accepted Jesus into my heart, and I had no idea that that one decision was going to change the entire course of my life. I fell in love with Jesus there um, in a deeper way than I could possibly imagine. He had a plan and a future for my life. He called me into ministry and Teen Challenge. All those things, the, the voids and, and the hurting and the pain that I was feeling that caused my addiction, He healed all of it. He redeemed all of it. You know, over that year of Teen Challenge, God started to restore my family. You know, God gave me hope again. God gave me peace again, you know, peace that I haven't had since I was just a, a young boy. I went to uh, the Emerging Leaders College when I graduated Teen Challenge, got my AA in Bible and Theology, and just from there I've been on this, this beautiful journey with the Lord, you know. Every time uh, uh, He asks me to go, I say yes, and I'm obedient to that. I started to feel the calling that He placed on my life to help other people who are trapped in addiction, and over the last 10 years I've been serving in different capacities with Teen Challenge. You know, throughout this journey God has brought me um, a beautiful godly uh, wife. Uh, today we're the executive directors of Orlando Teen Challenge. Me and my wife serve in ministry together. 
God is good. He's given me back everything that um, the enemy tried to take from me, you know, and then even more, you know, I have a beautiful family and I have a beautiful little boy. <laughs> and um, I'm just so thankful for what God's done in my life. I could have never imagined my life turning out like this. I could never imagine that he would entrust me to help other people in the capacity that, he, that he, he entrusts me now. I owe it all to Jesus, man. Without him, I'm absolutely a wreck, but with him, God can do anything. Isn't that incredible? Yes. Um, man, I still get tear-eyed watching that video. Um, you know, something I feel like the Lord, you know, as I was praying for this service um, that really put on my heart is, you know, um, throughout my addiction, I had over a dozen overdoses. I don't know how many car accidents and DUIs. And, and I think about all the times that the Lord spared my life. And, you know, you can't help but think back. And this actually makes me feel sick to my stomach of um, when I was doing these things, I had absolutely no relationship with the Lord. And I have to think, like, where would I be? You know, I know where I'd be today if one of these overdoses would have took me out. And I'm just so thankful that God opened the door for a ministry like Tea and Challenge for me to build a relationship with God and, um, and just how he's blessed me, you know? Um, I never imagined when I walked through the doors of Tea and Challenge, like I, I shared these three gentlemen coming in, that someday I'd be standing on this stage telling you about all these things because I felt like I never was gonna get a, a grasp on this thing. I could never overcome this thing. But with Jesus, it's possible. And today, to stand up here with my beautiful wife and to have my son that's over in the daycare right now, and, and uh, it just still blows me away, you know? And that's what we wanna see for these men, you know? Um, that's why, we, yeah. You know, it was a couple years ago, we've been coming here now for the last few years, and we had a couple guys that were on this stage, and I just wanna share um, a little bit of their testimonies and where they are today. If you could just kind of pull up that slide. Um, you know, over here on the left, Matt and Amy, I got a chance to talk to these people last night just to catch me up on their stories. They were up here ministering you guys just a couple years ago, and Matt, you know, well, before coming into Teen Challenge, so he's from my hometown, and when he came into the program, he said, man, we used to party, and I'm like, dude, I don't even remember you, you know? <laughs> That's crazy, you know? And, uh, but he was at my house many times, we used to party, and, and you know, he was sharing his testimony with me of like, you know, just what's all happened, and um, he got married, um, he had a son, but unfortunately got hooked up in meth addiction, and um, it completely took over his life. And um, he was telling me that, you know, his wife, when coming in the program, had a restraining order. He was not allowed to see his son. Um, he was living with his mom for a season, and he was smoking crack in his bed, and um, sorry, smoking meth in his bed, and uh, actually caught her bed on fire, starting her, his mom's house on fire. And, and his, things were just completely out of control. And, you know, he comes into Teen Challenge and he's just completely broken. And throughout that year, we got to watch um, his wife and his relationship start to really um, make some awesome strides and, and repair was taking place. And 
Um, you know, they were able to, with the church's help, come. She flew all the way from Wisconsin, every single family day to see them. And by the end of the program, you know, you could tell they were a family again. And so I caught up with them again last night, and he said that their marriage is 100 back, fully restored. I believe it was in December they had another baby. Uh, Matt is actually getting his Christian counseling degree, as you know, at this time. And they are helping other people in the church that are going through hard times, whether it's infidelity, drug addiction, but they've got such a heart to reach other people within the church. And the other couple on the, on the right, Brandon and Christina, um, they were you know, good friends of ours as well. And you know, probably about two years ago, they called us and life was getting completely out of control for them. And, you know, I talked to Brandon last night and he was sharing with me that, you know, he was so much anxiety. They got back hooked on uh, opiates, opioids, and he was doing fentanyl and the anxiety was overtaking him. He was waking up in night tears. He remembers laying on the bathroom floor just beside himself, just crying, you know, that his, he just wanted his life to come to an end. And he said one night uh, his wife had overdosed and and um, he had to give her Narcan to bring her back to life. And um, their parents, you know, they were staying on their property because they didn't really know what else to do, was saying, you know, this is the end. You know, we can't do this anymore. We're cutting you guys off. Uh, Christina had just got into a horrible car accident and, um, and, and things were just horrible. And he, he wanted to come back into the program of Teen Challenge. And Brandon went through Orlando Teen Challenge. Christina went down to Fort Myers. And God did a radical work in both their life. Um, it was absolutely incredible to, to watch God restoring their marriage. Um, when they completed their, their, their time in Teen Challenge, they came. They did an internship with us. It was our first ever married couple. And uh, from there, we watched God open the door for a ministry called Take the City where they went up to Columbus, Georgia. This is an outreach ministry. They have a prayer room that Brandon runs. He's in all-day prayer. <laughs> Amen. He's in a 24-hour, you know, like, I mean, prayer room. Christina works in the coffee shop. Family is fully restored. Brandon just brought a message last, you know, a week ago, came back and brought a message for the guys, and it was incredible. Spirit-filled, and it was uh, absolutely just amazing. And, and, uh, you know, this is what it's all about, you know? When you look at these guys, it's, uh, this is it, you know? They got families that are over there praying for them. They got people at home that are, that, you know, just hoping that something works. And, and we want to see these guys, you know, get their life back. When I hear stories like Matt and Amy and Brandon and Christina, I think nothing is impossible for God. You know, and so like we, that is our heart. That is the heart of Teen Challenge. We see these men, they come into our program, they're completely broken. They think everything is lost and hopeless. And then they meet Jesus and it changes everything, <laughs> you know? And then they get to go back home and be a light in their community. And so that's our heart, that's Jeremy's heart, my heart and our team's heart. And we hope that you've been encouraged tonight. We hope that you leave tonight feeling encouraged, but we also want you to know that we are located right here in Sanford, Florida, and we wanna be a resource to you. If you know someone who is struggling in addiction or you yourself are struggling in addiction, those who are watching online, our phone number is 407 
I'm gonna say that again, 407-330-9600. And I also want you to know tonight, like we wanna pray for you. If you know someone who's struggling, we have a table set up outside, I believe we're gonna have an altar call and we want to pray for you. I know me personally, similar to Pastor Jason, I I have a praying family, I come from a Christian home And I know when I was out in my addiction, they were praying for me. I actually, whenever I came back to the Lord, I heard from my family, my sister, my little sister, would go up to the altars every Sunday and just intercede for me. And I know that it's because of those prayers that I am where I am today. So I encourage you tonight, if you know someone who is struggling, prayer is powerful. And the Lord hears our prayers. He hears us when we cry out to him. And so I thank you so much. Thank you, Faith Assembly. Thank you, Pastor Carl and the team for having us this evening. Amen. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thanks for joining with us in our pursuit of getting closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.